Let me ask you, if you drank a weak cup of coffee that appeared to be less than stellar, how would you feel? Would you give it a participation trophy and just call it a day? Or would you return it and know that there was potential there somewhere and know that it could be bigger, better, faster, stronger, and more robust? Today on the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, this is episode 104, and we're talking not only about participation trophies, but we are talking about competition, collaboration, and your character. Some of these may be considered hot topics, so I suggest you fasten your seatbelt on so we can get started. Let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring you the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, and valuable resources, art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Greetings there, friends and listeners. Thanks again so much for tuning in to our 104th episode of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. And I wanted to share with you that I have been super inspired as of recent. I have not only been inspired artistically, but entrepreneurially, solopreneurially, and all that other good stuff. For those of you who do listen regularly to the show and who do subscribe, may remember back in December of last year, in 2017, it was episode 81 that I had Mark Mawinney of The Mark Mawinney Show, also with The Coaching Jungle, and also he has a podcast called Natural Born Coaches, and he teaches coaches how to coach better. And Mark has been doing this a long time. He has a show that um, the Natural Born Coaches podcast airs daily, and the new Mark Mawinney show airs once a week. And I love listening to him. He's a straight shooter. That's what I love. I love talking with other entrepreneurs that don't sugarcoat anything. They say it like it is. Um, I think he and I share a lot of the same opinion about, you know, life is fast and life is serious and business is serious. So you shouldn't really be sugarcoating it. And I think some of the over-touchy feeliness in some of today's, um, just how you approach anything in this day and age, it's oversensitive. And whenever I meet really successful entrepreneurs, they're not touchy-feely, worried about really offending anyone. Of course, the Rockstar Mentor podcast is not about offending anyone. It's to help you. But when I talk and I engage with other coaches and with other entrepreneurs who are amazingly successful, I find that they shoot right from the hip. They are just to the point and that is what makes them super successful. Now, I do run a very clean podcast. We don't use a lot of profanity, but I do know that there are a number of coaches and motivational speakers out there who like to drop the F-bomb, much like Tony Robbins. He's real to the point and he doesn't care about offending because he knows what he's doing and his approach works for his type of client. 
back a couple of weeks ago, Mark Mawinney on on the Mark Mawinney show had a really amazing show which consisted of competition and do you run away from the competition? Do you embrace the competition? What is your thought on that? Well, for me, I like to collaborate with a competition. I'm not much of a competitive person. I don't feel I have to win all the time. But when it comes to me and my competitiveness with myself, that's a whole different ballgame, no pun intended. And I know that when you are competing with others or feeling that you have to compete with so many other people, especially with the way things are now, there are so many people who are experts in their realm of professional business. And there are so many people who actually show up on the scene who have adopted, let's say, for the sake of being kind, have adopted other people's content and have turned around and kind of started their own coaching business without really never have having, having had a business before. And I really frown on that. I'm a genuine person. I like to really evangelize things that I believe in. I like to follow people who I know have been doing this type of business for a long time. I respect artists who create from the heart. If you listen to last week's episode with my interview with Ann Luke, she has talked about creating from the heart. There's a lot of people out there taking other people's art and copying it, and they don't have their own voice. And that goes not only with art, but with the way you run your business. So I did start off my introduction for this episode, which basically said, if you drank a weak cup of coffee that appeared to be less than stellar to your expectations or what you crave or what you desire, how would you feel about it? Would you give that weak cup of coffee a participation trophy and call it a day? Well, no. I often think if you got that weak cup of coffee, would you feel that it was representing that coffee house or that coffee brand in the right way? you would automatically probably judge it and never go back thinking that was a lousy cup of coffee and it really wasn't to your liking or to your expectation. The same thing goes in the whole realm of participation trophies. And I'm very passionate about this subject. And I do know that a lot of folks will defend it and say that participation trophies are good and that they're necessary, but I'm going to completely disagree on that one. And if you disagree with me, let me know. You don't need to be nasty about it, but just candidly let me know, write to me and tell me why you think that is. Because I'm just curious, just as not only as an artist, but a business person, but as a podcaster and somebody who really likes to get the answers for other people. I know this can be a real passionate topic with so many, but I find more of the people that are, I want to say, in the age group of 37 on up tend to get it. They understand the success that's necessary on winning. And there is a false sense of success when it comes to participation trophies. And this is all sort of wrapped up and combined into the whole thing that we're talking today about with being competitive to collaborating and how to really build your character. When I was younger and I did anything, whether it was art or sports or whatever, I really had to learn how to suck it up. And I had to suck it up and just know that I needed to strive to be my best, to learn the lessons based on not only my own failures, but 
to know what it feels like to lose at things. And losing at things is not a bad thing. It builds your character. And the way that I'm arriving at this point is that you're not always going to have that perfect job. You are not always going to be that star employee or the employee of the month or the mother of the year or whatever. I mean, heck knows, I was a, I still am a parent, but in those really critical years of being a parent, I had to make decisions for my kids. And those decisions were to have them be really prepared for life and how to be prepared for the ups and downs that life tends to throw at you. And I believe that if you've been conditioned to fall down and scrape your knees and get back up and keep trudging through, this is what builds character. This is how you learn how to accept the changes that life has to offer or that life is throwing at you. And I'm not saying you're going to lose integrity with this, but, you know, working hard for that promotion, being rewarded for your hard work and achieving success is amazing. And you do the hard work and you get rewarded. You don't get rewarded just for showing up at your job and just hanging out or doing mediocre work with your creative business or just taking the road that's easier. Why wouldn't you want to challenge yourself? I think challenging yourself is is one of the best things you can do, not only for your character and for your how you accept challenges, but just to, it helps scope and shape you as not only a great person, but as a respected business person. I know that uh, I mentioned this may be a hot topic for some and a heck yeah moment for other people. Like I mentioned, I have two sons whom I've taught to take pride in the work that they do to follow through with their projects, their passion, and their achievements. There was no participation trophy in our house. You learned and you earned your way to achieve rewards and feeling a sense of accomplishment in this journey, in this feat that you're doing. A lot of the times I have talked to entrepreneurial friends and successful business associates that I know, and I have communicated my thought about this, and they all laugh. They think it's funny, but my theory on the whole participation trophy thing is that there was a lonely trophy guy who wasn't getting any business, and he had an overabundance of these little trophies, and Nobody ever wanted them because, you know, when you're a winner and you win and your team is successful or your project really rocks it, you get the bigger trophy. So this guy, this is this is not a true story. I'm just, this is what I'm thinking turned this whole thing into what it is, that this trophy manufacturer or this trophy reseller had a ton and overstock of small trophies. So he decided, well, every, I'm going to just market this as a you know, you get a trophy for participating and this will help not only add some zeros to my um, bottom line, but I'm going to be able to liquidate all of this stuff out of my warehouse and serve a purpose. That's what I think it is. That's how I perceive this to have started is that somebody who had too many trophies, wanted to liquidate it, wanted to turn a profit quick and came up with this whole scheme. And it kind of caught on for a certain generation or a certain client base. And it just seemed to catch on and snowball from there. Well, I will tell you, there is such an amazing feeling to have worked hard to accomplish something, whether it's a sport, a job, a project, or business. And maybe it's because I've been around the block. I have worked in such strict places and environments 
And when you were not carrying the load in your job, you knew it. You heard about it. There was no messing around. There was no passive HR process, you know, and I don't want to say I got yelled at, but you know, I worked in lots of jobs way back in the, in the eighties and early nineties that if you weren't cutting it in your job, you knew it. You were told that you better shape up or ship out. I worked for a lot of companies. A lot of them were mom and pop shops. And I didn't really come to realize the true realization of this until I actually had to be in those shoes. Now, I want to talk a bit about the competition versus collaboration. And as a creative person, you are creating what you do. You are creating your your brand, you're creating your identity, you're creating your art, you're creating so much stuff. And when you start getting consumed by what your competition is doing, it can hinder you. But what I want you to realize is that don't let this hinder you. Let the competition reminds you how much better you are than they are, that you have the potential to really raise it up a notch or two or three. You have the potential to take what your competition is doing and do something different. Reinvent a little bit with yourself. Do you know how many times I've had to do this? I've had artists, or I shouldn't say artists, I have had people copy my art and try to pass it off as theirs when they don't have the full story. They don't have the experience that it took to create the artwork. And when I see what they're doing, am I getting too consumed with all this? No, I take take a few steps back and I can do one of two things. And of course, depending on who this person is or depending on who I choose to work with, I can turn this around to be something that maybe we can collaborate on something. It's all circumstantial. It all depends on who it is. But If you're feeling competitive in that realm, do one of two things. Take it up a notch, change, reinvent a little bit, or reach out to that person and see if there's something that you can do to collaborate. It most certainly can end up being a win-win. When I had my gallery in Campbell many years ago, there were about, there was a lot of artists in that community and I saw the green-eyed monsters show up so often with a lot of the artists, one artist would create a theme, then another artist would create, and then another artist would create spinning off of that. It was pretty obvious because there was a certain subject matter that was floating around in this small artist community. But what I want you to remember is that if I'm noticing it, everybody else is noticing it. Don't take that as, as something that you need to be competing with. Take what other people are doing and do the opposite. Because not only will this bring out so much different types of creativity within yourself, but it doesn't make you look like a complete ding dong either. You want to be different. You want to stand alone and really center yourself, not only within your own feeling of what you're doing is right, but center yourself into what your collectors view of you and how they are perceiving you. And of course, just keep in mind, what is building your character? What is it that you're doing that is fulfilling you and makes you look at yourself in a way that you can turn it around and see how others are perceiving you as well? Building your character and your integrity with whatever you're doing and how you're creating is huge and you don't want to lose that. 
there are no participation trophies that you can give to yourself for just doing it. You want to win the World Cup. You want to win the gold medal. If I can drive this home in any way, this is what I'm saying, everyone, is that be your absolute best. Take what you're doing and embrace it. Make sure that it's something that you are happy and you are feeling fulfilled. And the best way I can probably explain this is when you drink that weak cup of coffee and you're not getting that lift that the caffeine's giving you because it's a weak cup of coffee, you're not feeling fulfilled. Drink that winner. Drink that bold, robust, strong, bigger, better, faster, stronger flavor. You will know when you are winning because the effect that you get is like drinking that winning cup and you will know that you are on the right path. That is it for me today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. You would think that I had three cups of coffee before I started this episode today, but I can't drink strong caffeinated coffee, so I have to go rely strictly on my passions of how I want to relay my messages to you. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am lining up some really great interviews for the next couple of weeks, so make sure you check in and tune in and subscribe, and we will connect again soon. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am Sonia Paz, your host and creator of this podcast, and the purpose of this show is to bring you my experience and expertise on how to run your own creative artistic business. I have been creating art a long time, and through all this time, I have developed my own retail line of products that I have sold through my retail gallery, my website, and through specialty retailers and galleries throughout the U.S. I developed this podcast to help you, the creative entrepreneur and small business person that you are, so you can be confident and successful with your business. There are dozens of helpful episodes with amazing free advice, interviews with savvy business professionals so you can learn and experience from their voices of wisdom as well. Be sure to look for me on facebook.com slash rockstarmentor, twitter.com crushitmentor, and instagram.com rockstarmentor. You can also reach out directly to me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. And if you're looking to learn how to expand your business, please visit rockstarmentor.com. I have a ton of great resources and all of the show notes for every episode is in the blog section of the website. If you love the podcast but feel that you need some more one-on-one -on -one coaching, connect with me. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. I answer each and every email and I want to make sure that I can get you on the right track. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can visit patreon.com slash rockstarmentor and donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps with some of the logistics on getting this podcast out to you for free. And if you really like the show and want to give us some serious podcast love, you can make a one-time donation by visiting paypal.me slash Paz. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each week to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast by visiting our website. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or however you listen to your podcast. You can even listen to our podcast direct from our website. 
If you like the podcast and get value from it, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. This also helps us gain more traction and lets other creative folks and entrepreneurs like yourself discover the Rockstar Mentor. Plus, it's always super cool to give great reviews. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we look forward to talking to you later.